Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. I started posting to Instagram organically three times a day. And I was just like, we're not gonna miss a day. We're not gonna miss a day. And then I just started pushing videos on there. Welcome back to Pit Stop. You might recognize today's guest from LinkedIn. If you've had your photo taken and the photographer has a really cool camouflage lens or bright red Canon camera, Lumex, GoPro even, there's a great chance that they bought from Camskins, started by Colin Doherty, who is today's guest. We're going to be talking about getting started using video AI, having tons of five-star reviews. So make sure you're subscribed because these are three episodes you're not going to want to miss. Colin, welcome to Pit Stop. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So I'd love to get into this first episode of how you got started because it seems like a product that's obvious there are phone cases why wouldn't there be camera lens cases or or wraps to keep it looking unique and and just pop but i haven't really seen it before you did it i'd love to just learn how you got started with camskins so we got started in the uh, peak of the pandemic i actually got let go from my job and i had a decision either starting this thing that i had a sample for or going to get another job in marketing So I talked with my manufacturer and I pretty much said, hey, I'm willing to make this jump if you guys are willing to make this jump. And we kind of took the plunge together and now we're here. Where did the inspiration come from to do it? There are a couple other camera skins out there, but the issue is that they're extremely masculine and dark and there was no color pop to anything. And I just thought it was a huge miss in the market because you have these like really aggressive overly masculine skins and i just thought there was a ton of opportunity out there for different types of patterns and i just wanted to put it to the test i love that and obviously it's been working since you're you're still here you're you're making revenue that i think a lot of companies would be envious of how did you go about sourcing your first skins and and coming up with that first product we might talk about it this episode maybe in another episode but between all of the different brands and models and lenses, I can see SKU management getting really difficult. So how did you know what to start with? Yeah. So I actually started with my own camera first, uh, the Sony a7 III. So I come from a photography background. Sourcing with my manufacturer, I actually tripped and fell over into this manufacturer. So with my old job, I was trying to source for something that we could do on top of our product there. And I found these guys here in South Carolina and I was talking to them about it and they were just like with my old job and they were like, yeah, we really can't do that. Uh, we're more on like the vinyl side and all this. And then like a couple, couple weeks later, the light bulb went off that, Hey, maybe those guys that I talked to could actually do this. I think they could. And then I brought it down and they're like, okay, well give us a couple of days. We'll make you a sample for your a seven three. And then I got it. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. How many colors can you do? And they're like, wait, what do you mean? We can do whatever colors you want. And I was like, it's on. Let's do this. <laughs> it was kind of the light bulb moment where I was like, oh my God, the world is our oyster right now. 
That's amazing. It's just, it's funny how sometimes that happens. So you, you got the product for your camera. You knew that there were all kinds of different possibilities. What did you do to go from sort of prototype to, to launch? We started initially actually with only Sony cameras because they're, like you said, there are so many SKUs out there. Started initially with the Sony cameras and just got, I think we started with maybe six or eight SKUs and just started with that. And we were initially branded as Sony skins when we first launched. So we were Sony skins. And then to the recommendation of a lot of friends, they said, you better get Sony out of your name before you start scaling up. <laughs> Which is too bad because Sony skins does, it does roll off the tongue quite well with the alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. But so now it's, it's cool because we also have a ton more than just Sony. So we have Canon, Nikon, a ton of stuff now. So how did you go from Sony to picking the, the next brand? I'd probably go Canon or, or Nikon just because they're pretty popular. How did you determine what to go to next? It's definitely popularity. So within the camera community, just being a photographer, I kind of know the skews of popularity. So it's Sony initially starting because I had that was my own camera. And then Canon's like your next biggest guy, super, super popular. And then I would say Nikon is your third tier. And then you have your more niche photographers who are like Fuji, Leica, some some crazy like Pentex maybe. But that's primarily the main guys. And then you have maybe your videographers who shoot black magic or something like that. But that's a, a completely different subsect. Yeah. Once you had the products, how did you start bringing in the revenue and, and getting those those first sales? Was it was it organic TikTok, paid ads? reaching into photographer communities. How did you, you grow that revenue? We initially started by, I started posting to Instagram organically three times a day. Your account or the, the Camskins account? The Camskins account. We would just start posting three times a day of all these photos of the camera. And I was just like, we're not going to miss a day. We're not going to miss a day. And then I just started pushing videos on there and then just started pushing that account so aggressively. And then with that, we were able to get organic sales. But then through that, we were able to get UGC content, which we could use in new ads. So it's almost like a snowball effect of starting your own page and then getting enough organic reach to get some sales and then using that UGC to expand even further. Exactly. And I mean, your Instagram is beautiful. Like I look at it and like, it looks like a professional type of photographer where people who are on a photo platform probably like to, to hang out and see camera related stuff. We kind of have like a little bit of a, a cheat with it in the fact that our customer is a professional photographer and videographer. So the UGC that we get is unnaturally a little bit more improved than your average UGC. It's something we, we definitely do not take for granted, but we, we are very well aware that the customers that, that take these photos, you sometimes I'm just blown away. It's nuts. Yeah, I'm scrolling through through now. It just like it looks so good. And it really does show the the product. I'm looking at a, a picture of a, a Sony camera and the lens is black, the, the strap is black, but it's like a beautiful bright sort of pink purpley tie-dye. And it just looks cool. Like it's amazing how for so many artists, nobody did it sooner to give some color pop 
to a group of people who literally their job is to make colors pop. I thought the exact same thing. And then there's there's actually one of our most recent posts where it's the greetings from South Korea. And it's just been crazy to see customers from all over the world submit content. And that was from a South Korean customer uh, yesterday. And he was like, here's what my camera looks like. And then here's what my GoPro looks like. And I was like, God, this is the coolest thing. It's it's one of those feelings that I don't think I can replicate ever. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. It just makes me very happy on the inside. How do you handle the shipping costs going going around the world like that? Yeah. So our product is extremely lightweight. That's super, super helpful. And then we charge customers international $15, but everywhere in the United States is free. So if you're in the United States, you get free shipping no matter what, no matter the order order number or order uh, total value. But if you're in international, we have to charge you 15 just because it's, it's getting pretty pricey. Yeah, but I mean, even 15 bucks isn't that bad comparatively to to the price. So, Colin, great place to segue into the next episode, which is all going to be about getting reviews because you have a ton, ton of reviews, way more than a lot of websites that, that, I, that I look at. And you also mentioned some, integrating some, some of that video into the review. So stay tuned for that episode. Make sure you're subscribed. And yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode and keep winning. Steel switched to OmniSend and immediately saw a lift in revenue. They started automating their welcome series, card abandonment series, and their post-purchase messaging. Just like Baking Steel is the perfect upgrade for your kitchen, OmniSend is the perfect upgrade for your Shopify store's marketing automation. 70,000 customers from home and kitchen brands to consumables and everything in between trust OmniSend. If you're not using a marketing automation platform that connects directly with Shopify, what are you waiting for? Don't leave revenue on the table this BFCM. Triple Well is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewell.com and sign up today.